Hello and welcome back to Privilege Check, a podcast where two girls from different backgrounds come together to unveil the reality of modern society. I'm Lovelyn. And I'm Shivangi. So this podcast is to reach out to the privileged. You already know you are because you have access to this podcast. And taste them the one-on-ones of how to not be a privileged. This is the second episode for the Privilege Take, a segment for the Privilege Check where we dissect and analyze movies in terms of the privilege and the way it has been told. portrayed in the movie yeah so for this week's episode we have decided to pick a movie that is very different from very very different from the last movie we had in terms of the impact it created and in terms of like the storyline as well i think a lot of our listeners would be familiar with this a very it's literally a very popular movie right now it's called the white tiger it's released by netflix and it stars raj kumar rao uh, priyanka chopra and an actor i do not remember the name of but he's phenomenal when it comes to acting gaurav adarsh adarsh gaurav what adarsh was adarsh gaurav name? something some one of the two lovely adarsh gaurav yep adarsh gaurav it's a gaurav phenomenal actor just amazing so yeah who we somehow forgot the name of we suck man like there's literally yeah. no way we're getting out of this so basically the movie is about uh, entrepreneurship in the sense that it's this entire story of how a small town small caste of basically the a guy from below poverty line rises to heights and his entire journey through it and as as this seems like a huge rags to riches story but it is not some uh, it's not a movie that's going it's to it's not cinderella movie. basically it's yeah not, yeah and it's not some it's not something that makes you feel like oh wow it's so amazing and hard work and perseverance is the key to life it is so real that that you will just sit back acknowledging every every aspect of your life that you have been given in the hedge basically yeah my god exactly it's it's that impactful if literally quite literally that impactful like no words it's not an understatement yeah. it's exactly like that because what this movie actually does is uh while it does shed away these popular conceptions people have about you know success hard work and entrepreneurship and hustling culture and how if you consistently push out the same amount of hard work you're going to get there someday people are not going to live long enough for that someday right so this is the this is a take that uh, the main character um, i know his last name balram. is balram balram yes uh, this character balram uh, shows this is like the side he talks about that it's not a rags to riches story it doesn't happen overnight i don't just find prince charming and just like kiss him and just you know ride away in the sunset with him it's not that easy and this movie portrays it really really well so when i said it is very different in terms of kali peeli we have very different opinions about this it's quite literally a contrast of how kali peeli should have been when it comes to talking about working class and the marginalized it is it is exactly the opposite of what kali peeli should have been 
Yeah, and come on, like we're praising it. So of course, it's a great movie. You can I mean, write it down in your recommendation list. We spend like twenty episodes just dissing everything we come across, and this episode yeah. is all about appreciation. Yeah, how cute is that? <laughs> exactly. We genuinely, genuinely love this movie, and uh, I think, I think this. from from an entertainment point of view as well it is beautifully crafted and that, um cinematography lovely it's just yeah. so so pulsating quite literally exactly. it's so slow it just builds up so well yeah done so exactly well. and you will not find one moment where and because it is so impactful and it talks about the social divide the socio economic divide so well yet at not one particular point will you find yourself sitting there wondering what am i watching why is this so slow what is going on not one moment where you feel that way because yeah. every single scene has a purpose now i know this is something <laughs> my cinema professor has told my me my screenwriting but... professor our screenwriting professor same person are, yeah same person we are in different yeah. uh, pairs but that's mm-hmm. what he always tells me shangi you keep yeah. putting scenes to justify things that's not how things are supposed to be yeah. scenes are supposed to come out of you naturally i, I think this movie really does that yeah. well nothing seems forced nothing seems like okay i'm going to yeah. have this scene to explain this part of the character or this part of the class exactly. it's it just yeah. flows so well that's i love that yeah part. and it's it's like a daily routine but yeah. it's very natural it's just there like it happens it's yeah. the daily routine it's the it looks like this is the instinct of the character yeah. not something not this entire and because it is this entire life story yeah. that is being shoved into a movie and usually you will find movies like this have you show different timelines and different aspects of the character mm-hmm. in very different locations but this is just one stretched which is which yeah. is somehow for like 1 hour 30 minutes they're just 1 hour 30 45 or something they're just talking about one part of his life it's just yeah really great how they've done it hmm and yet it's not boring yeah it's it's so it keeps you on your toes at every point what it's is going so to happen nice. next and what is this person the even the way that they shift from him speaking by or an email to him to to his flashbacks or to like visual representations of what is going on yeah I feel like it has and i really love this one particular scene and because we have no structure to this i'm just going to go yeah. ahead yeah i also have something related to say to this so i will say it after she's just going to have yeah. to keep moving like this <laughs> yeah um of course the movie is not as structuralist as we are right now yeah, but yeah course. um so there is this scene uh, now of course we know that i uh, spoiler alert the entire movie is about this guy who's writing this email to uh, the chinese prime minister who is visiting india and mm-hmm. wants to meet entrepreneurs basically china has prime ministers or is it presidents i'm very confused president pasha they are probably yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I'll edit this out. 
no don't have they don't have uh yeah mm-hmm. communist of course they don't have a democracy which something that he keeps mentioning how yeah. could i forget it <laughs> yeah anyway so he's writing this email and you know at the end of it in his entire entire conversation in his entire attempt to meet this person you would expect mm-hmm. that in the end this guy meets this person and it's like an it's a whole entire uh love sequence where he's meeting his idol or he's meeting yeah. this great person but you no know, he gets ignored he yeah. gets you know i love it i love the scene and i love how real it is like this guy has established himself and now he wants to try to meet this potential i don't know whatever for whatever reason he wants to meet this person for getting potential exposure or whatever his motive is his motive is to meet this person and you feel yeah. like when he accomplishes it or when he is close to accomplishing his motive it's going to be dramatic and it's going to be life changing for him but no yeah. the president just walks past him like he doesn't exist exactly and i think it's so beautiful i think it's i think and it's so poetic i can't say this enough yeah yeah like speaking about the kind of you know uh, ba- not really balance but the kind of way they switch between the like the narration and then like hmm. um him actually living out whatever happened yeah. and that's very very cool because most of the time it always contradicts what he's saying what he's talk what he's yeah. like uh, thinking about what he's putting on the email it always contradicts what he's saying this is like in multiple scenes like mm-hmm. let's say the scene where he finds out the guards muslim right and the guards coming back and the uh, so what the narration is completely different and what he says is completely different then when he meets his brother like his brothers outside the gate the narration is completely positive it's mm-hmm. a guy who's a very caregiving a very generous a very kind guy right and then with his brother it's a completely different persona so i really like this shift that like they always did it, it, it just it really doesn't uh you know romanticize a person basically because that's what we all see right when you have the hero <laughs> villain trope you realize one person could be romanticized for being just the best positive I can't even see my hands right now, but like just the most positive version of a person that they are, right? And I really like how this person's in the black and white, and it's just really, it's just very well, ex- like talks, a- it very well expresses what it's like to be a human, particularly. And in particular, talking about like the scene we talked about with the Chinese diplomat, I really, really liked it because it's so metaphorical. It is so poetic, and you could extract so many meanings out of it. Like, there's on one side you could think that okay, after like killing your landlord, which by the way, spoiler alert, he actually kills not his landlord but like his employer or whatever. You give spoiler alerts before you say something, but yeah. whatever you said spoiler alert it should be enough for both of us i don't care i hate spoiler alerts by the way like i just it's just so dumb just take the spoiler anyways i'm 
uh, diverting from the topic. What I wanted to say was, yeah, the Chinese diplomat is so metaphorical because he literally killed his employer, bludgeoned him to death, literally, not even just killed, bludgeoned him with like a half, like, what was it? A partially cut pure bottle, I think. Yeah. A broken yeah. alcohol bottle. Yeah, partially cut Shivangi. That's very, very grammatically correct. But yeah, a broken beer bottle or whatever, alcohol bottle, alcohol. whatever. I don't think it was beer. I think it was a more expensive never, I've never alcohol. Drunk in my, I've never drank anything in my life, so I have no clue. Yes. Same, but... <laughs> okay, I think it was some expensive alcohol that neither of us have any idea about. Yeah. But yeah. Great. So that happened and... So even after doing all of that, like, what did he do it for? He, sure, he got himself a cushiony job at the IT service, at, like, at Bangalore, which is like the IT hub. Literally, at the crux of being, uh, at the cusp of turning into an IT hub, that's when he started his White Tiger taxi services, right? And you realize that this is a person uh, in front of who... After doing so much, he'll still be a disgusting person. He'll still be like somebody who does not bathe or does not seem like what civilized people are, who doesn't like brush their teeth or who doesn't like comb their hair, who doesn't touch like uh, their crotch. So it's just, it's really like the film just comes in like a whole full circle about you could do anything, but what you were born into, you can never escape that. So just really so many metaphors in this movie I just can't yeah definitely uh, about the broken uh, alcohol bottle <laughs> not just saying this too much but yeah I really I really found it uh, I don't know I don't even have the right word for it but it's really intriguing that he that's the weapon of his choice yeah can you imagine like this guy he didn't go for a knife he didn't go for uh, uh, he didn't go for anything else he could nothing have that had... you know spilled a lot of blood like it also it was the yeah. worst weather like yeah blood would wash away so how is he he's not yeah. suffering he's not really enjoying yeah exactly he's not he's it's it's not it's not uh Again, it's not flamboyant and it's not dramatic. It's just there. It's it's a half, it's a half broken bottle. It's a broken bottle, and I don't get it. I I really want to know why exactly, why specifically it was this, uh, his choice. Uh, I want to know about his cho- weapon choice, his choice of weapon. Um, Did he start drinking before that scene, or I think he was drinking before that scene only, no, not the bottle. Yeah. But he said right yeah. now because of his cast and everything. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know and what even when you mention about him still being like uh, this person who is um, going to be disgusting to them. I think I think it's a very, very crucial point to note because um, throughout the movie, you will see uh, this divide into a person into social class not only but also in the educational levels you could say I think I think educational level is the right term because his the stock is somebody who has been working who's been 
establishing himself in India, whereas his son, I think they're calling him the Lamb, if I'm not wrong. Um, yeah. What are you talking about? Rajkumar Rao, basically. Abhay Sharma, what is his Abhay Sharma or something like that? Akshay Sharma, what is his name? Ashok Sharma. Yeah, but I think, yeah, but I, yeah, but I think he's been called the Lamb in uh, the metaphor of the Lamb has been used for him in the movie, if I remember correctly. I literally don't remember. His that. father was called the Stork. His father was called the Stork. There was this other guy who had another animal name. Anyway, guys, not important. You oh, can I didn't, I didn't watch it with subs. Days. I watched it dubbed, actually. I found it dubbed, uh, so I have no idea what you're saying. Oh, no, I watched it in English. So. Yeah, I watched it dubbed. So, I don't remember. Yeah. When was he called Bakri? I don't remember. Is Bakri the right term? Bakri? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Whatever. There's this father who has this basically Balram's Balram's masters are this uh, this landlord and his son. So he's basically working for the son who's just come back from where from America, Australia. Where did he come back? America. From? Australia? America. America? Yeah. The wife so is an NYU from... chiropractor. I don't know why I remember that, but oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's come back from America and uh, uh, so the father who has established himself as a landlord in India is very steeped into uh, the Indian traditions and for for maintaining the relationship between a master and a servant. Whereas his son understands that his son and his wife particularly understand that there is there is there needs to they need to be treated well and there's dignity of labor and blah 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 which they very well also according to their convenience they decide that they can do away with because there are particular scenes where we can even see uh people these characters who have been portrayed as progressive characters progressive characters are seen the rage i have for these the progressive program. Characters, the rage I have. Let yeah. me just repeat your last statement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> these particular progressive characters, even there are scenes where they are conveniently doing away with all of their notions of progression and they are seen as, again, they forget all their notions of dignity of equality, dignity of equality, dignity of labor and equality of people and everybody is nice and you need to treat them well. They, they forget it very conveniently. And uh, I think I think that also really, really shows how real and how much privilege they have and how it can be misused. So, there's this amazing saying in Hindi that I cannot find an equivalent for in English. I don't even know the Hindi one perfectly, but it's like, uh, when it's like basically when when yes. trouble strikes, you will look out for yourself. Yeah, that's, that's... No matter how much you preach about, you know, we need to treat these guys well, when it comes on to you, you will yeah. you will use, you will misuse your privilege. But yeah, that's like the crazy thing about being privileged, you know, and coming from a privileged position. Like, 
no matter how much you want to be the social batman and no matter how many podcasts you want to start to spread awareness about things and no matter how many ways you think you want to help the world when it comes like on a day to day basis i'm exploiting my privilege on multiple occasions i'm exploiting it for so many reasons and it is true like when it comes to us versus them you're obviously going to choose yourself so as i think that's just like always we're just contradicting whatever we do and whatever mm. we say but i think that's mm. just a very valid point and a very important point to note that uh, at every progressive is exactly like this like literally this it's kind of hard to escape this and not to sound like a sobo chick right now but uh, it is weird when you see movies like this and i mean i would never say that i ever sidelined with what priyanka chopra was preaching sorry pinky's character was preaching or like what rajkumar rao's character was preaching because they were so they were like caste past kuch nahi hota hai chhod do wo sab by the way i watched the hindi dub so i don't know what they said in english but uh, them talking about all of this it's just i never sidelined with them but it is still like a wake up call not really a wake up call but it's just a fresh reminder again that uh, you know there's so much that you're just given for granted and like there's so many ways of exploiting others as well so this really cool yeah just to add to it um there is this particular scene where pinky's character is leaving right she's uh leaving back to go to the us and whatever and she tells uh, balram that uh you were looking to some like i saw the english version so it's something along the lines where she says uh, you were looking to escape but uh, but when the key was always in your hands oh when she's looking outside the window oh yeah ऑप्शन यू कैन ऑलवेज चेंज योर लाइफ but you know honestly honestly it's not that easy balram had to con his way out of the village had he had he not had the chance to leave the village and leave the leave his grandmother who has been taking money away from him leave that entire landlord situation leave that and he not did he not have had this chance to live with uh, ashok and pinky alone in delhi had he not had to con his way out he would probably still be stuck in the caste system he would probably yeah. still be in uh, what was the village's name <coughs> wherever if he had Or, been living with the stock if he lakshmangar if he had been living in okay. lakshmangar with with the main landlord with the main boss who still believes in the caste system who still and they want their servants to be high caste as well dhanbad so, you are talking so, about now इनकेबल फॉर हिम इट 
may not be possible for everybody like for example his brother who has been living and who has been taking care of the grandmother who has been his father who had to give away all there's this scene about the father yeah. that i want to discuss but who, his father who had to give away all that he earned and who need to be dead at the end of the day um for them it wasn't easy to escape it wasn't easy to move away it is because of their sacrifices it is i feel like it's because his brother existed as a backup for the grandmother that balram was able to leave the situation that he was able to leave and move out hmm i don't really think so i think i don't think balram had any attachment with the family like at all like i don't think uh, there was uh, ever the question of leaving like you know like there was no trade off between leaving my family with uh, you know um, pursuing a life for himself what i am uh, getting at here is actually that because his brother existed with his grandmother that he was able to leave the house i feel like if his brother had not existed that maybe maybe his grandmother wouldn't have let him go she was anyway reluctant right but like he already left right she was already reluctant and even when she told him the proposition about marriage and all of that hmm. even then you could know that she's up to something she was not reluctant she said no straight away because she had a plan yeah for him hmm. and i that's that's what i'm getting at as well i think if his brother wasn't there and if balram was still like the sole hmm breadwinner or whatever like a sole person his grandmother could rely on i think he would have stayed yeah. because balram's aspirations have always been more than what he has been born into and balram's always wanted more even when picking a shock there's no absolute yeah. reason for picking a shock he just liked a shock he just uh-huh. liked him and he just picked him so i think balram's yeah. aspirations and balram acting on those aspirations i think it wouldn't have differed if his brother was here or not mm-hmm. his brother played a very small role according to me mm-hmm. in him making those decisions it was almost like his mm-hmm. brother didn't exist for him mm-hmm. so that's also what i want to talk about the family dynamic they've shown here is something i really appreciate it's not yeah. the sad pathetic poor family loves everybody i love how they were just explained how each of them exploit each other and how each yeah. of them are false to each other i love that dynamic this is a very true dynamic of like a modern day mm-hmm. uh, lower caste family it's very true it's very hit you to the core how true it is and yeah. that's something i really appreciated about this movie really liked it yeah i think uh, i think being poor in sense being poor not going to try to use a better word being poor is been very it's tried to be glorified and made to look very fancy by most most bollywood movies by most movies in general any media i think like even for yeah 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 in media in general poor people are made to look like yaar kya hua hum chote hum dil ke bade hai and all of those dialogues are used when uh, to just portray them as people who may not have the financial backing but still are rich rich in the sense of having emotions and having yeah. bonding and 
having feelings and they're there to support each other but when no in reality poor people as well will want to compete with each other exactly compete within the family because they yeah. have to feed themselves yeah it is survival of the fittest you cannot be a meerkat in this jungle of of eagles i saw alvin and the chipmunks this morning so that's the reference <laughs> I'm like, which uh, Discovery World documentary <laughs> did she come for since? I was like, what did she come with? God. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So I, I really like that, that they have been showed it as his family was supportive and they were all going to be there for. I also really like how they showed this. If you compare this with. Entire... Yeah, go ahead. i also like how they've shown that this entire family is there listening to this one person the grandmother and they're listening and they're listening and they're giving and they're giving and they're giving but there is still this desire to break out at all points of time there is a desire yeah. to break out and i really like how sorry for whatever reason the other characters are not breaking out and they still show that that there are people who are not breaking out as well through yeah. his email through his letter where balram is telling that i really really wished well for them like the driver as for instance where shivangi is talking about the contradictions where they show him as a person with emotions but also a person who's not acting on those emotions because for him what is necessary is to rise above all of this yeah and it is real it is real that you cannot be all goody goody to everybody and be very giving and very yeah. nice to everybody and still rise competition exists and that's how it in goes. business you can't play ringa ringa roses and take everybody <laughs> to the top okay people have yeah. got to die people have got to be cut off from your ringa ringa roses circle yeah so life is like yeah please go ahead complete I just wanted to say Valram is a perfect example of uh, somebody who's cutthroat in business because being cutthroat in business is what gets you. Look at Amazon. Okay, very diverting from the topic here, but Amazon's cutthroat in terms of introducing things like Prime. No matter how much it hurts their workers and whatever, it's cutthroat in providing what the consumer wants. And Valram's exactly the Jeff Bezos of the lower castes in like India. He just does it so well. Like, I'm not. I don't know if I I would commend this or not. That's another discussion that we don't have the time to have. But I really appreciate this side of entrepreneurship that this movie has shown. Like, that's what I wanted to say. Hmm. Yeah, and I really like that. Uh, the scene in the end where uh, there's one more scene, and I'm. time to get to it but before that there is the scene in the end where he where one of his drivers hits somebody and he says that the blood is not on my driver's hands but on my yeah. hands i think it is very powerful to also show uh, as dramatic as it is okay now i cannot say that this is something that will happen in the real world or this is something that can actually happen but i really like this dynamic where they show that somebody who has risen out of trauma who has risen out of com- complications and who has risen out of troubles has developed into a more empathetic human being even though he has had to as shivangi says the cutthroat competition even though he had to do that to get to where he is once he gets there 
he knows how to write his ways mm-hmm. i know it's a very bollywood effect and it's a very uh, dramatic effect over there and really yeah yeah i don't think it's bollywood i think it's yeah it is really bollywood in the sense but i think it makes it looks natural here because here your character actually has a character in, like internal journey yeah. it to use the word but your character really has an arc here so i really like that scene as well yeah exactly it's it's i think uh, there's a nice wrapping up of to see how balram has developed into the human being mm. that he has Yeah. on the day and uh, i think it's a beautiful internal journey um external <laughs> all of that um the scene that i want to really talk about is um the scene with um the scene with balram's father's death and the funeral so where his father's oh yes when he faints fire is being jo- uh, burned yeah, yeah. but you see the legs move yeah. it's the weirdest it is, thing yeah and i till now i i watched it two three times i was seeing to try to understand what is going on and i felt like it is just because um i i couldn't understand whether it was because uh, they wanted to show it as he was still alive but he had to give in to death or if he was fighting till the end or that was, was... what the voice over was right the latter part yeah that was a voice exactly over. so i just assumed but that scene keeps on coming like later in the movie as well so and him fainting when he sees a white tiger yeah. i don't understand the symbol symbolism like i don't get it like i don't it's yeah. just really nice but equally mm. confused lovely the listeners can help you out here yeah <laughs> if you can like decipher this scene for us in the comments it would be amazing because even when like you mentioned this entire symbolism of fainting uh, yeah. i feel to me the way that i interpreted this was every time he sees something great happen like imagine tum if, imagine you are watching this dead body move and then collapse okay it is something i think it is something great happening because for the from the boy's perspective from the boy's point of view he's seeing his father fight till he dies he's seen his father who probably he didn't get a doctor till the end so there is no way that they could have confirmed whether he was dead or alive he died yeah. at his funeral bed then he sees this white tiger which is again a majestic being which is again this entire majesty so i feel like every time he comes in contact with greatness to to this little boy his father's death was also his father being great yeah so i feel like that is the entire symbolism of him fainting and uh, i don't know every time he comes in contact with something that is extraordinary so he's trying to grasp into that concept mm. but again i could totally be wrong about it Yeah, I don't have a better explanation except my explanation was that whenever uh, my explanation was that <clears throat> these two incidents happened at a time of his life when things were really not going well for him, and right after, right after, right after, he just had really, uh, 
really terrible experiences to the point where he was wondering if he's going to like you know live or not like it was a very i think whenever there's a, like a life or death situation the uh, that ar- like arose in uh, balram's life i think that's when the painting happened and i think the white tiger was one white tiger one was when he actually decided that oh, i'm not going to take any more crap from my this stupid person i'm just going to kill them i'm oh, yeah so i think it's more about like how like, like how it is about whenever he's about to lose something that's very dear to him mm-hmm. like his life uh and the yeah. first instant first instance it was his father then it was life mm-hmm. i think that's when the painter comes in but this is a very rational explanation yeah. of it i'm sure movies are much more fo- than yeah. the pragmatic interpretations hmm. so yeah that would be wrong um yeah i also uh, really want to i think this is just turning into us dissecting this movie uh, and its aspects but i really want to uh, highlight this one scene which shows how how much um, put which how much potential this guy had and how yeah. <clears throat> how much privilege his master ashok had um mm-hmm. in this one particular scene uh where i think it is very clear uh is the one where he has uh, plotted his entire murder and he comes back to his or no it's the one where he has been doing all these side businesses and then he comes back to his little yeah. room <clears throat> and you oh, see yeah, that pissed there. me off so much that <coughs> was so as a pissed me off mm-hmm. and like... you see and you and ashok is sitting there and uh, ashok being so full of himself he says i know you were praying at the mandir for me and i was like when yeah. that happened i was scared i was like what if he found all the money that the students been collecting because yeah. like, how can he just carry all of this money in his pocket i'm like shit yeah mar jayega bhi hmm. hmm i i thought like he must have come to know that he is taking his car out without yeah. telling him or something but no dumb ashok and this really shows how much potential balram has in comparison to his master who has had like a foreign education because and also they are sitting there this guy is drunk and they're singing now i don't know if it's just my bias but balram sang so much better i this is not any level but balram sang so much better and he keeps saying nahi aap to kya mast ga rahe ho and you are uh, you can have a band and this guy is saying we should have a band together and uh, all of that is going on but i felt like to me now because i felt like balram sang so much better and because Uh, Ashok cannot see the obvious. What are you? What are you judge of something? But Ram sang so much better. ये Indian idol है क्या? No Malik बन गए हो तुम? Yeah, but just I felt like it it reflects on their entrepreneurial um um I I can't even get the word the the potential they have basically. because yeah. look at look at ashok who needs to keep bribing these people and when the great socialist uh wins he's so dismayed about it he does not know what to do and he's so mad about all of it 
it shows how his calculations keep going wrong yeah well balram ek hit mein this guy knows what he has to get done he is well aware he is well aware but even the scene where they call him half baked i think balram is well aware of where he stands and where he could be and what he should do so i think this is the one scene where i don't know if balram did not sing much better then it doesn't make sense but it just shows the the place where this guy is coming from this place of privilege and fir bhi iske paas itna zyada hai when he is having so much more in sum than balram when balram could be doing so much more better because of his intellect i yeah. think yeah i think i think that's the thing about balram like how he is able to sweet talk and care for these people uh, i also think that's just a product of the life he's uh, he was born to lead right like the life he was born to lead so that's just a product of that i understand that but i think it's also very ad- admirable how driven he is like he really is willing to go to any lens like these people literally made him sign a confession for a murder that he did not commit and he's still sweet talking them he's still taking care of them like i i just think it was very um that that like displayed balram's potential more than anything this ashok dude did like ever i think because patience is something patience and dealing with people is something is a characteristic you must have as an entrepreneur if you want to start from scratch ashok abhay whatever his stupid name was man i don't even remember rajkumar rao's character because he just pissed me off so much ashok as far as i remember it's okay. yeah so ashok did not do any of that he spoke with money like he doesn't know how to get information he doesn't know how to talk to people like uske uske sab baap ke badolat thi usko sab mila basically that the entire thing it was and you see and then you see like balram having genuine skill is just crazy and that's another example of how balram would have succeeded balram really succeeded even if both of these people were alive balram would have still succeeded hmm, hmm. although yeah, he would not have I, yeah yeah i also like how uh, if you just see it now because this movie is a great example of how privilege plays out um i want to point this out about pinky's character the character pinky and uh, ashok so pinky has probably not not been in this entire realm of having caste be a privilege because she was born and raised in new york right and uh, so she she probably does not know all of this so it's easier for her to say to do away with it yeah. and yeah. yeah and also when ashok talks about all of these things when when pinky is there when he talks about uh, treating treating this guy well and uh, treating his servant well and you know he even when the confession comes and he is reluctant but then he does not stop him like he could easily tear the paper away right yeah. but he does not stop that he does not and there is so his idea is also of leaving the country yeah 
so they won't stop stop him so they and i feel like rajkumar rao's character takes advantage of his privilege and i feel like one of the reasons that he does not go back with pinky is because he knows that it is only in india that he is going to be able to um Sorry, you know sort of take advantage of what he has so i think a very good summarization of this movie basically is that and this is a win for the communists out here uh mm-hmm. particularly the marxists because uh, i mean we all know we're talking all about a revolution by the working class and everything and uh, this is quite literally the revolution that balram this was just such a karl marx like if karl marx wrote plays this is what uh, like would have emerged i think this is just like a mirror image of what marx uh, thought a class divide would be but even better because yeah. you're covering uh the covering a facet of people of society that obviously marx did not have very live so which is cast and so it was pretty great to see this revolution sounds pretty dumb right and then you see balram and you see the way he just did everything it was pretty cool to see all of that so i think yeah very true depiction really like how you tendency i really like how you call the same person who was called dehati chuha in the movie you call him cool really like that yeah bro we are the same blood balram and mere ek hi khun charta hai jharkhand bihar ka part hota tha kabhi So we are the same blood. My mother has called me Dehati Chuha so many times. <laughs> uh, Oversharing, but okay. So yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this is this was we just started the series. We know like, but this I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to see a movie that's got something we talk about on a regular basis so correctly. And yeah, it's just great. Just thought it was pretty great. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to see I, the the White Tiger. Honestly, we had we were uh, we thought we would have a lot to bash about this because it's about entrepreneurship, and we thought we would have a lot that we wouldn't like. But we love this movie, and this movie this movie has set the bar really really high. Yeah. So we don't know if we are going to for a long time have a movie as great as it. Uh, however, uh, wrapping things up, I would just I like think, to yeah, watch. just one last hmm? thing. I think Bolo. because I remember we were like say were like list reading the reviews and everything for this movie to figure out if this is like going to be worth it or not. And I remember so many reviews about how it just perpetuates stereotypes. It doesn't. It shows you what reality is. So just wanted to say anybody who's not watching this because they yeah. don't want to get the wrong impression of what not India and caste struggle is. Help! It's it's. a very realistic it, representation yeah please watch it please. yeah and as we were said as it was said by one of our professors earlier that stereotypes exist for a reason yeah they because have some... it has yeah 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 that because it is true and uh, true in the sense that it for it applies to a majority of people so they exist for a reason and it's not you could not do away with it But yeah, that is it from our side. It I was a great experience watching this movie. Just amazing. Yep. 
I would urge you to comment uh, below uh, of what movies you would like us to review. Yeah. Okay. We would like that. Yeah. Uh, and we will do it. So yeah, you can yeah. DM us or comment or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Cool. So on to like the worst nightmare for every privileged Czech fan. Thank you for listening to Privilege Check Podcast. <laughs> If you like this episode, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and we're gonna get back to you. Trust me. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. That is at Privilege Check. That's P R I V I L E G E C H K. Here's to an enlightened life. <laughs>